What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast is brought to you by easewellness.com. Promo code HAM. It's CBD and hemp-based products. E-A-Z-E wellness.com. Use the promo code HAM. That's promo code HAM. 20 bucks off and every delivery over $50 is free. And this podcast is brought to you by Hair Club. Go to hairclub.com slash ham. Get a free health and scalp analysis for new customers. It's free. Another awesome game. Uh, game kind of flipped. There was It was just back and forth for a while. Then the Warriors finally got a lead, held on to it. Kind of getting their ass kicked the first quarter. Yeah, Steph used the word janky uh, post-game, which was great. Boxing one defense. I don't understand this part of NBA discussion, but we can get to that. Um, but just a great game. Draymond. Feel like he's belittling their style. Yeah, well, just like it's funny to me that there are some defenses that are genius and some that are, oh, this is a high school defense. It's like, well, okay, what, whatever. You just you try to keep the other team from scoring. <laughs> We're going to belittle somebody for using a defense that worked? Like, I don't well, like Steph, Steph if, if all your teammates can't play next game, Kevin's out. If Clay can't play, wouldn't you double team Steph every single play? Why, well, why? have you noticed what happens every time Kawhi turns hey, the corner? Hey, they're throwing it to Antonio Brown every play. What should we do? I don't know. Double team him? Like that's isn't that one of the most basic premises of football and basketball? Like when you can't stop a guy, send an extra defender to help. It's this is the finals. Like we're just we're trying to win, however we can win. What are the, why do they do that thing called the shift? I don't know because you hit the fucking ball there ninety percent of the time. It does just well, say it does say a ton about how good Steph is though. That he gets defended in ways no one's been defended him for before. Saying it's janky. No, I'm not blaming him either. I'm just saying it. Just I don't. I just it may not work again. But I don't know where you stood. I was a little hmm. pissed off that, and I don't know who said it, but the Warriors are sneaky like Belichick and the Patriots with injuries. They're very silent about it, and it clearly got out that Steph was something was off with him, like he was sick. Well, Doris Burke said it. Yeah, and I, I just. You can't let that get out. I, I guess the Bay Area, we're a little in a bubble here. The rest of the country makes fun of Steph, that it's always something with him, you know, in all these big games. Always ankle, always shoulder, always sit. He's got the sniffles. Like, to me, they are great at not letting anything out, and that got Like, that can't get out. Let it out after the game, after you win. 
but you can't let out that he's got the sniffles. Yeah, and it was something, too. The way she said it was different. She said, you know, uh, just something to keep an eye on. Steph's been a little under the uh, under the weather or something. Uh, it was The way she reported it was almost like someone had just ca- casually told her. Like, it wasn't like a, let's put it out there in a way that'll help make Steph look good, you know? Um, yeah, I just think the Warriors got to be careful with that stuff. But ultimately, I mean, what is it? Like, well, he just yeah. As long he had as that burst win. after he was what was he? O of six. He started O of six, O of seven. I think. Uh, I was I I thought thought the game started at six, so I kind of built my day around <laughs> being home at like five forty five, and then I realized like holy shit. Yeah, you can't get that back. No, um, but once he once he got got it going, he was really good. Clay was fantastic. Um, and Dr- dude, Draymond, I just came up Draymond was what one assist shy of a triple double again, this time even more impactful than the 10, 10 and 10. I um, heard, uh, I was driving around Saturday morning and, uh, Steinmetz had a great point on the NBA show, which is the only really radio show I listen to locally. It's really good that he's like, you know, when I look at the box score from game one, one number stands out. And he said, Draymond's box score, it was zero blocks. And when Draymond has a block or two, they usually feel big because they're usually in a contested. He's, I mean, shit, he's usually checking their first or second best player. Do you notice who he was checking last night as the game got to nut crunching time? Kawhi. Like, he was all over Kawhi. Now, granted, Clay was out, and Iguodala was, like, old and limping and whatever. Draymond just goes, we had a wise man once tell us back when the Clippers and the Warriors were a rivalry and the Clippers were on top. That when they had, that was in the loop, that when they had defensive meetings, Chris would stand up in those meetings before they even started in the playoffs and would give out their defense. Chris would go, I have Steph. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. But at, at the time, that was like, God, Chris is a badass. You right, know, right. I got him. Right. Draymond just does that live in games. Like, I got Kawhi. And he had a big block last night. I mean, it happened like in the middle of the game. But to me, when he's doing that, He's in just full Draymond mode. And again, his stats are, you could have told me he had 22, 17, and 14, I'd believe you. Maybe 22 is high, but like 17, 17, and 12. Like that's what, he, that's what he feels like. And he feels like he runs as fast as he's ever run in the big games. Like there's is never there, this, does Draymond have anything left to give question? Is he the best pa- passing big man you've ever seen non like, stationary passing you know like Weber and Vladi and even Bogut in his prime just standing there throwing passes are unreal right but they're also seven feet tall so you just see his passing on the move I think it's fair to say that he's the greatest power forward passer on the move yeah because he can point forward passer non like LeBron like a true power forward center right because he can throw lobs if they had like a DeAndre Jordan, I mean they had JaVale McGee, if they had a r- good player that you could rely on that had that type game, I mean they would be like Lob City. It would just be Draymond throwing the lobs. You know who he's kind of like is like a way more athletic. Remember when Boris Diaw was doing it for the Spurs? Yeah, kind of like that, but he was just always on the move. But Diaw was just moving slow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you trust him. That's why the one turnover late where it was Draymond passing to uh, Demarcus, that turnover hurt. But Draymond really one tends where to make it looked the... like it hit his uh, what's his name's arm, but it didn't. Gasol, yeah. 
Was that just a bad pass by Draymond? Boogie got lucky he didn't, like, tear his knee because the pass was way off, and then he, like, jumped. was like, oh! <laughs> yeah. And then Draymond did my bad. I was off. Yeah. Dr- but Draymond doesn't have, like, a lot of... He had, actually, he had two... He tried to go full court twice yesterday. What, on, like, the Joe Montana throw that got picked by Van Fleet? And then the second one got picked by Kawhi. Honestly, it was a pretty nice play on the Van Fleet pick because he still had to leap one hand grab. Like, it was... It was just a slightly underthrown touchdown, you know, interception. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was either going to be a beautiful touchdown or just one of those picks where you go, oh, you know, not not like, what is he doing? But it was just more of like, oh, because when the ball's in flight, you're thinking this is going to be gorgeous. What uh, what do you think of the? I love the shots of uh, KD and like the the hallway shots of Kevin out there clapping in the hallway. He's been doing it the last couple games. I I thought it was just. I, I, I don't know if it'll ever, and maybe this felt like the Shaq and Kobe days would, it would never get any better than this. And then some Laker fans would be like, well, the Pow and Kobe days were pretty sweet too, but they were never quite Shaq and Kobe. It's never going to be like this five-year run of just the drama on the edge of your seat. And they always end up winning for the most part, but just the game was just the, all the drama Kevin in a fucking sweatsuit or whatever the hell he's wearing like sweatpants. Clay's hammy pops. Well, Kevon Looney gets hurt. Looney got nailed like Sean Taylor hit him in center field, and he flew like 15 feet and then landed. And at first, it's like, God, that hurt. And then you realize, like, yeah, he really hurt. It was just a, it was just a war of a trick. Warriors were dropping like flies. Wow. Well, there was there was a moment where I was like, I have to Google who that is in the game at the end of the first half when Jacob Evans the third came in. I'm like, wait a second. Who is that? Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. I Listen, once the Raptors went up, you know, whatever they were up at halftime of game one, you have to win that game at home. To me, game two is not necessarily must-win for them, but it is must-win for them if they're going to win the series. Like, they, to me, they can't win the series being tied coming to Oracle because I don't see them winning a game in California. So you go, if they go up 2-0, you have to acknowledge, like, the Raptors can win the NBA Finals. That game, it'd be one thing if, like, you know what, Steph and Clay went for 40 and 32, and they got 15 out of Draymond, and Iguodala had 15. Like, you just got the Warriors knockout punch. We lost by 10, whatever. You know, we're still alive, but probably not going to win. But that Mm. team's great. The Warriors, of all the games I remember, like, the Warriors were there to be had in Game 6 against OKC. But then Clay just went historic. So at the end of the day, you just kind of tip your hat. This was like Quinn Cook beating you. Bogut gets six points in seven minutes. Uh, you got Drevko playing big minutes. You got Boogie Cousins. How many? He played twenty-seven minutes, twenty-six minutes. Well, yeah, he, he had a triple-double, didn't he? Or almost. He almost did. But I'm just saying, like, he clearly was. I mean, he was gassed. Like those guys are beating you. You lose that game. It does, but I, I, that's where I go back to just that's part of that's part of having. Well, they're, yeah, they're just better than you. But I think if you're no, the Raptors, no, but I mean that's part of like those guys get to be better players than maybe they would otherwise be because they play with Steph and he's just such a. I agree, but you have to acknowledge in the NBA Finals, like you're kind of really depending on Quinn Cook giving you like twelve points. Oh no, there's no yeah, it's, that's insane. It's wild. In in I wouldn't say must win for the Warriors, but when you're down one zero in the NBA Finals, like that. Kind of a big game. Quinn Cook, the bit that he hit the three he hit from the wing when uh, right, uh, I guess it was like 
right before Clay had to come out of the game when he and Steph. I was like, is Steph in the game? Did you think that? Is Steph in the game when Steph? Well, they, they were just bombarding him. To, to no, rule. no, but I mean, when Steph, Quinn hits the shot, Steph runs over and does like the jump celebration in front of Drake. Oh, he was in the game. That's where Patrick Peterson tweeted, pissed off. Yeah, Patrick Patterson. <laughs> Patrick Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Peterson's probably off Twitter for a little bit. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, he yeah. was not in the game. At NBA refs, what are we doing about this? I do think the last five not minutes, even. one thing that, one reason that the Raptors came back is because besides Steph, or like Boogie, if he was right under the court, Draymond and Iguodala played hot potato. Now they both can pass, so the passes look really crisp. Crisp, it's like, but it's like, hey guys, I, a couple times I yelled at my TV like, shoot! They, they both those Iguodala and Draymond would not shoot down the stretch. That's why the final shot of the game. Were you a little surprised? Like, I saw our buddy Elliot Schwartz this morning at the gym. Like, he could have just dribbled it, dribbled it, and then just shot it at the sky, right? Like, he didn't have to shoot, and he hadn't been shooting, and then he shoots it and he fucking drains it. Yeah. Well, I Van Gundy made the point last night. Did you he, think he was going to shoot right when he got the ball? After yeah, Kawhi I, I stood almost, up immediately. I stood up immediately and went like, oh. You know what Kawhi pulled on that? Like when Steph gets trapped and then he throws it to Livingston. Remember when Kaepernick threw the almost pick at uh, Green Bay and the dude dropped it? It's Kawhi Leonard. I was like, oh, he's going to take it and then dunk. I know. And, he, and somehow Livingston, luckily he's not Quinn Cook, right? He's like 6'7". He and he came to the ball. Did you think at immediate when Steph got rid of the ball, like, that's turnover? Yeah, I thought it was. Because he threw it right to Kawhi! The Warriors, I think, are one of the best pass-catching teams I've ever seen. They are so good at catching passes. Yeah, they are. Well, they got a lot of guys, yeah. Um, they also they, But they also throw more passes that end up getting completed that look like they should be picked. Well, and Clay is one of the great catchers on the team. Yeah, because he can do one hand. So the thing that Van Gundy said was if Iguodala puts it on the floor, then there's the risk that he gets fouled. And, He's not a great foul shooter. And yeah. So well, what were they up then? Two or one? No, they were up they were up two. They were up two, and it was basically they got the ball back with like twenty seven seconds, so there was like a three second shot clock difference. The wouldn't you say the play might just be to foul? When it, especially when because they were kind of going hot potato. Yeah. It was like, you can't let Steph get the ball back. Foul one of these other – foul Draymond. Foul Iguodala. These guys are not good free throw shooters. And just elongate the game. I thought the Warriors got lucky that the Raptors kind of – Well, Livingston would have been the guy, right? To foul? Well, he's got to have the ball to foul him. Well, I think Iguodala's not a great free throw shooter. No, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, they they, didn't, they weren't even near him when he got the ball. But when Sean had the ball. No, but I, I'm saying even earlier in the possession, oh, like, when they you. were kind of throwing the ball around. Because they were just, they were kind of doing just four court, just hold the ball till you get to zero. They, to me, they would have been fine with shooting the ball right at, like, one second. Because that adds another, what, second, two seconds. And then the Raptors get the ball back with a second, you know? Right. I, I think if you could do that over, if you're Nick Nurse, you go, well, even if we have to foul Steph just to keep the game going, like that was just, we were discombobulated a little bit, but then it almost looked like we, it, it was just, to me, it was just classic warriors of this run. You just can't make this shit up. You can't. I that that I don't know about you. I'm on the edge of my seat. Those I mean, yes, really the last five totally. minutes, but that last possession, oh. 
I'm with you. Because you're right. They were up five, and then like Danny Green or Van Fleet hits a three. So you're like, oh. But then you really like clock. It was Danny it's Green because not... remember it was like the third shot of the possession. Yeah, they kept getting all these uh, kind of 50-50 balls, tipping them out. And the Warriors are gassed. So the 50-50 balls, you know, they're kind of jumping, but they can't only really jump so high. Well, did you see the stat? They had zero second-chance points. Well, how about Quinn Cook was their leading scorer in the second half? Wow. Whatever they're doing, I'm not Mr. Basketball Scheme guy, but it feels like Ron Adams is doing a pretty good job on Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, it like, does, doesn't it? He's just he's, But he, it does feel like he scored. It's like, God, how does he keep scoring? Well, there was the one play where he got the and one where three of them were draped all over him, and it's like, how did he just do that? Did you it was see Draymond like holding the ball. There's an oral history. Somebody did a thing. Somebody talked to, I'll find it here, a bunch of Kawhi's high school teammates for an article today uh, in The Athletic. Yeah. And uh, and they're talking about how he, like the way he talks on the court. And they're just saying how he doesn't really say anything. He just talks in like little phrases. Just like, no, no, no. You're not scoring. Nope, nope, nope. I get buckets. I get buckets. Board man. Give me that board. But like the the point is like all these different guys that play with him all say that that's how he that's just all he says is just he talks in those little types of phrases, bucket board give me that board board man makes money give me that board nope 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 does You're he does he still talk like that you think or is that in high school that was from a high school so I mean if he if he talks now that would be how he talks right you don't really see him saying anything ever would you agree he's one of the most unique NBA characters I can ever remember because it feels like for the most part in our lifetime. Most NBA characters have a unique somewhat of a personality, whether it's being an asshole, whether it's being a funny guy, whether it's being a winner. Like, I don't even know what Kawhi really is. Right. I agree. He's just kind of there. Yeah. But everyone's like, he's there, but he's elite. He's easily the best player that in my lifetime that has no personality. No, I know, ex- I just, no expressions ever. I feel like he's federal guy. He doesn't really even sweat. You know, a lot of guys are just kind of soaked. Some people just sweat more naturally. Right. I'm always jealous. But he doesn't sweat. I always want to sweat more at the gym. I'm a natural sweater. So it's just just because I'm sweating doesn't mean I'm necessarily doing that much. (laughs) I just feel like I'd be doing more. I'd feel like I was being more productive. Also, when you have a bald head, you have a bunch of like pores on top of your head. So it's Mm. easier to kind of bead down. Mm. I think the hair acts. Have you thought about going headband? Well, it's never that bad when it's running down my eyes, and it always makes me look like I'm doing more than I actually am. Yeah. I thought what I have thought about is going like uh, basically like something you'd see in WWE, like a bandana. Yeah, yeah. You know, and just uh, tie it. Just the tie, yes. I and you're just like, this guy's here to fucking kick ass and take yeah, pain. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? I love it. I'm sure they make like special sweat but, but ones I, too. But I wouldn't go Hulk. You know, he like did the triangle back. I would just do it just do the so roll. Yeah. So it looks like a headband, but with a tie in the back. Yeah. Like something I you'd see. I almost bought one of those at sports basement the other day. Something you'd see on a tennis court. I, I might actually not a bad idea. I might go to Dick's and get one in the next couple of days. <laughs> headband. I don't know if it really works. I face is a little rounder. So it looks like Jared Dudley, you know, like with a headband. Uh-huh. Like, I don't really love not that. Not quite look. Vince Carter. No. He had a pointy head. It really, it is a good kind of. Yeah. Um, Pull it off for sure. I do you think one thing I'm looking forward to for game three, I do feel like A, because the Raptors won game one, B because they've proven to be good, C because of Drake, and D because Warriors fans have watched Raptors fans just be pretty electric the last two games. 
I do think Oracle's going to be really good. I mean, I, I'm not going out on a limb here. I know it's the finals, but I do think Oracle's going to be pretty good because it almost feels like the rat. Like everyone's talking about how much. Be- like remember when Oracle used to be that way? It's kind of the way people are talking about the Raptors crowds, and I do think Oracle will be really good on Wednesday night. Well, I, and I do think for the first time in the Durant era. Now, granted, he's not here. Is there's a little drama to this series, and there used to be that before Kevin got here, where now there's the last two years there's just been unequivocal confidence i mean it hasn't bored on arrogance because the facts were that they were going to win like it was just kind of a foregone conclusion now there is just like if what if clay doesn't play what if looney's out for the series like what if we find out tomorrow i would imagine clay tries to battle through it but looney might miss who knows yeah you know if yeah. you can't raise his arm i mean i would imagine to me looney's got the one where it could be worse today. Like, clearly he was in some pain. I mean, he, he guy, that looked like an NFL collision, how he flew, like a wide receiver. How big's Looney? 6'10", 6'11", 250? It's not like he's small. He flew so far. Like, I, it had to be probably 12 feet that he flew, and then his body went flush with the ground. It just looked painful. The Warriors are six-point favorite, which feels... A little big. I agree. To me, that number would be a little like three and a half. Feels a little bit better. But I'm with you. I think they'll just be at edge because the crowd's like, kind of need me tonight. Like, this is, you know. I remember going to Kings games. The difference probably at Oracle, like I remember back in SAC. Deep, deep down, did anyone think, like, this is an NBA champion? You know, I, No. And I, I would imagine there's some like I bet there was a lot of parallels with the Raptors and the Kings fans. So much pride in your squad. We're damn good, the best squad we've ever had. But are we NBA champions relative to the team we have to beat? For the Kings, it was Kobe and Shaq. For these guys, it's it's you know this Warriors dynasty, and it's kind of proven now it doesn't even matter who's there. It's just. I know you know the hypothetical, but God, it would be fun to see like if you could mix and match some of these dynasties of the last like 15, 20 years, like if I could do it in all the sports, I'd rather do it in basketball than even like football. Like how sweet I, would I don't, it be? To... I, to me, baseball would be ahead of football. Yeah, I, well, I would agree. But you agree. Like if I get peak Michael against like Kobe and Shaq, like who wouldn't watch that? If somehow we could just watch that. <laughs> like, what? Would you agree that if any athlete could come back in their prime, that would generate big ratings. It'd be Mike. If you said Michael Jordan, we could reincarnate him at 33 years old as playing him and Scotty are playing the Warriors. Yeah, I think that would be bigger than even like Joe you, Montana. Well, I was going to say, like, even if you told me like boxing has taken such a step down that I guess there was a big fight this weekend. Everyone was tweeting about it. But like if Muhammad, like prime Muhammad Ali appeared. Well, I think the reason everyone was tweeting about it is because the guy was so fat. Uh, but I even, you had to like, I wasn't even, you had to kind of watch it to know what was happening because it wasn't a big upset too. Yes, yeah, so like the biggest upset since Buster Douglas. See, I. But the only reason that guy was in the fight, Fat Ruiz, yeah, who says he eats Snickers, was because the guy that he replaced had failed multiple PED tests leading up to the fight. So this guy, the original. So the call, guy he's fighting probably thinks this is going to be a cakewalk. Clearly, didn't take it seriously at all. And. Yeah, I mean, he got beat by. The dude really fat. Now the guy, here's the thing, like having been in the NFL, 
like baseball doesn't really have these bodies anymore and basketball definitely doesn't just because you have a gut doesn't mean you're not an elite athlete and in a sport like this guy the fat guy clearly had really strong and fast hands Mm. so if he just catches you he can knock you out you know just Mm -hmm. like sometimes you could go walk down the street and run into an offensive lineman who could just look really bad now some just look fantastic right but some guys just if you see him on street clothes you're like ugh. and the guy's just a better athlete than you think he's just carrying along more weight you gotta be careful like it, it, you cannot walk by 99 percent of the nba besides like tj mcconnell and not think like god damn that guy looks like a sweet athlete right right you just cross him on the street like if you just cross andre Iguodala or pascal siakam you'd be like that might be the greatest athlete i've ever seen in person <laughs> right <laughs> that's the first thing you think about like the the athletes on the court last night that the Raptors are rolling out, they're all huge, long, they can move, and the Warriors are rolling like Bogut, who can't really run. Boogie is going like fifty percent just speed wise because he's just not a fast guy anyway. Quinn Cook, I was thinking this last night, like Quinn Cook's played in a ton of huge games in his career, mm-hmm. playing for Coach K. I think he won a national championship as a starting point guard. But like one of the reasons he's clearly not a huge like NBA prospect, he's he's small, right? Right. He's really he, shoot, but he's yeah. I mean, the is, hair, he, six, is, he, is he six feet tall? Probably, I mean, maybe, probably, right? Right around flush, six feet even. I mean, Steph's six three, so feels like Steph kind of towers over him, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, he's. But if if like Quinn Cook had been six five, he's gets drafted right gets drafted in probably a lottery pick shooting like that at six five coming from duke right is there anything like a uh an nba player that's a backup that when he gets a little hot he shoots like a couple heat checkers like oh, no going and up. it's like a fade away to your left side and misses the misses the rim even van gundy was like he's got to shoot that after it hit the big one he came back down took another quick trigger yeah Plus, you play with staff. You see, like these shots, Clay. These shots just go in for us Warriors. One thing I, one thing I love doing with NBA guys is going height without shoes at the combine. Quinn Cook was without shoes, socks on, six feet tall. He's six feet tall, one hundred and eighty pounds. Small wingspan. Standing reach, not that great either. He's just not a great prospect. Except Small, he can, except he can shoot. Tiny hands. Seven five. Yeah, you can shoot. Uh, all right. Premium prospects, John. Now you, I, we talked about this. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, but we texted about it. God, NBA guys are huge. Just looking at this combine list. I mean, the average height on this NBA combine is like six seven, without shoes. Just massive human beings. Yeah. Like the picture. There's a picture of Wilbon, Stephen A. Magic and Doc. I mean, Magic looks like a different... And Wilbon's not small. He's probably 6'1". Stephen A's probably 6'2". Magic looks like a different species of human in the mall. And even Doc looks like 6'5". Just massive. I mean, just those two are massive human beings. Doc is 6'4". But he is big. He's yeah, not he's just, just thick. He's not... Yeah. You see, he got fined for saying that he's the closest thing to Michael Jordan. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that's about. Like, can he not be an analyst then? Well, you see, Stephen A. Stephen about. A. was like, I saw him on Sports Center. Was like, I gotta admit, I feel like I got some blood on my hands. Like, I take responsibility. 
But he's like, this. what was I supposed to ask him? We weren't trying to, like, draw up – I just asked him – we were talking about the sport. Does he get in trouble for calling Steph Curry the best point guard in the league or only because the guy's a free agent? Maybe there's been some other issues with the Clippers and Kawhi already. Well, they've got a coach Stephen A. Him. said that he called because Stephen A. was pissed off because he felt that he fucked Doc because he was the one that asked him to come on, called the league office. and was like, what are you doing? And I guess the league explained to him, well – Magic and other people have been nailed for way less, so we just the precedent's kind of set. Stephen A. is just the the broker of all deals now. I know. I just think that you know the the NBA man. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get sixteen ounce packs of flavorful Angus ninety percent lean ground sirloin for four ninety nine each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on twelve packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.